0: This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. Hey everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech podcast and one of the co-hosts. Myself, along with co-founder and co-host Bill Bannum, welcome you to our new series where we'll talk about all things tech in the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Welcome to another episode of the
1: Working Tech Podcast. I'm the host today, Bill Bannum, and today I am joined by Zach Brown. Zach Brown recently joined Dialog as VP of Sales and Marketing, where he was responsible for the company's go to market efforts. With Dialog, Zach and the team are striving to make healthcare more accessible to workers while also providing employers. With a compelling corporate benefit to support the health and wellness of their employees and their families. Zach, welcome to The Working Tech Show.
2: Thanks so much for having me Bill, happy to be here.
1: So let's jump straight in, Um, let's start by if you could tell me why Dialog, why was it founded and what are the key primary challenges that it helps to address? Absolutely,
2: so Uh, Dialog was founded about uh, a year ago, so our first line of code was written, you know, in uh, the summer of 2016 and uh, we were founded in order to make healthcare uh, more accessible. So in terms of what Dialog offers, you can think of us as a telemedicine platform uh, that employers provide to their employees as a corporate benefit. What that means is that we are giving employees and their families unlimited access to healthcare. conversations and video consultations with doctors and nurses uh, direct from their mobile device uh, whenever they need it. As far as why, um, you know, we really see this as a way to democratize healthcare for for workers. Um, So many of you may be familiar with services like MedCan or MedAssist, which are typically, you know, uh, on-site healthcare services for the uh, senior executives within an organization. We can think of dialogue as, you know, MedCan or medicines for the Masses. And what that means is that we're really, like, empowering uh, workers, uh, employees to take a proactive, be proactive about their, their health and their wellness, and the health and wellness of, of their families. So, you know, many people don't necessarily have access to a family doctor, particularly in provinces like, you know, Quebec and in some cases uh, uh, Ontario. And, you know, most things that people go to an emergency Room or clinic for can be treated virtually. We found that about seventy percent of primary care cases can be treated without a physical consultation. Um, So, for us, by empowering employees to be proactive about their health through telemedicine, we feel as though we're really contributing to a happier, healthier workforce across Canada.
1: How do you differentiate dialogue from your competitors? And uh, who, if I may be so bold, who are who are the key competitors out there?
2: Yeah, good question. So, if you look at the telemedicine space. I mean, this is this is not a new uh, a new service globally. Uh, if you look at you know the, the United States, about seventy percent of Fortune one thousand companies are offering telemedicine to their employees. This is uh, also not new in Europe. So there are companies like uh, Babylon uh, in the UK who are offering uh, telemedicine to 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 the public and and to uh, through to as a corporate benefit. So if you look in Canada, there there are other players uh, in our space who are doing something similar on paper to what we're doing. But in many cases, they're they're taking a more B2C approach, so approaching the you know the, more at the consumer level, and seem to have adopted a more B2B approach in response to, to our arrival on the market about last year. So for us, I mean, we also, you could think of us as competing with those services that I mentioned previously, whether it be MedCan or Metasys, um, or in, in some respects with the, with the traditional clinic or private clinic, so, uh, how we're different, um, I mean, we have a very, you know, substantial backing through uh, Diagram Ventures, Portage, and, and by extension, Great West Life, being one of the largest insurance carriers in Canada. And we tend to focus exclusively on, or to this point, we focus exclusively as a B2B offering, uh, and we're really trying to be the go-to B2B offering across Canada, whereas many of our other competitors are focusing B2C and they're focusing more regionally, whether it be, in most cases, in Ontario.
1: Super. So this is the Working Tech Show. That means that we love to delve into trends and tech. And uh, part of that, of course, is social media and mobile use. How has social and mobile impacted your solution development and market strategy?
2: The, the way I interpret that, uh, that question is really around the fact that People are used to instant gratification. You know, with the the, the prevalence of social and obviously mob, social via mobile, people come to expect uh, things right away, and we've kind of developed this 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 impatience as, as a as a people. And for us, you know, being able to deliver healthcare uh, in, a, in a sort of social format via mobile device really means that we're meeting patients where they are. So for us you know the the delivery mechanism is mobile because that is where you know you'll find uh, if you look look around your office you're gonna see most people are you know they're not in front of their computer they're they're buried in their mobile device so for us you know being a, a mobile first organization really allows us to go where people are and, and really satisfy that need for instant gratification uh, in terms of de- data management with our solution there is a wealth of data and I'll touch on this a little bit later but it is extremely important for us we have a we have an interesting challenge ahead of us in that we need to be very, very mindful of privacy when it comes to delivering uh, healthcare service. So while we have a wealth of data at our fingertips and we feel like we're really making a positive impact on, on society and on the health and wellness of, of people across Canada, we need to, to attack this um, in, uh, smartly and in, in, in such a way as to not you know, jeopardize the privacy of our, our users and our corporate clients.
1: Nevertheless, <laughs> dialogue claims to save employees time with direct video access to healthcare professionals, of course. Um, are there any trends or examples that you can share with us?
2: Yeah, I mean, for us, we've had, you know, a success with a wide range of verticals. Um, in many cases, we've been working with, you know, professional services firms, you know, like the Boston Consulting Group or McKinsey Co., uh, large law firms like, you know, Denton's or in Quebec here, BCF. You know, for us, we're, we're not professing to uh, say that dialogue will prevent you from getting sick. What we will say is that dialogue will prevent you from having to uh, take half a day off work to go sit in your car, to go pay for parking, to go wait in the clinic and to go, you know, wait in line at the pharmacy afterwards and so on and so forth. So for us, if you look at, you know, some of these, these professional services firms where, you know, employees are billing hundreds of dollars an hour. You can, it's not hard to imagine that the solution is very, very quickly paced for itself. And, and I, I believe we'll, you know, we'll touch on the ROI a little bit uh, further uh, later on in the episode. But that should give you a sense of you know, the way in which we're able to save time. We're not professing to, again, you know, uh, remove all ailments automatically just by adopting dialogue. But we are really you know, bringing healthcare uh, access to Canadians wherever they are, whenever they need it, rather than having to you know, necessitate travel, parking, long wait times in clinics and so on
1: now I, I love the way that dialogue positions itself and some of the benefits so for example uh you guys say that dialogue helps differentiate organizations as an employer of choice mm-hmm. can, you, can you tell can you tell me a bit more about that how, how does dialogue help companies a- attract the best talent
2: yeah absolutely so you know this is this is one of those things right again as i said dialogue doesn't isn't going to prevent you from getting sick in the same way that dialogue isn't going to automatically fill your hiring quota. That said, this is an important differentiator that you know many companies have adopted as a way to stand out in you know crowded talent talent pools. So if you look at you know some of the markets that we serve, Toronto and, and Montreal, there are a lot of good companies doing very very cool things. And uh, what that means is that the um, it, it can be difficult to attract to attract good people if you're offering you know the same base salary you're offering health benefits, you're offering dental insurance, uh, you're be offering, you know, a, a, a Metro Pass or an Opus card here in Montreal to get to and from work. But, you know, what are you doing to uh, show employees that you're, you know, care about them and their family and, you know, and by extension, their, their health and well-being? So for me, recently, I joined Dialogue. It's been, you know, several weeks now. And when I was on the market, I was, you know, considering, you know, a number of moves. And for me, Dialogue, you know, was uh, the fact that Dialog offers Dialog is, is certainly an important consideration. It's not so much about the product. It's more about, you know, this is a company that is willing to invest in the health and well-being of myself and my family. You know, I have a, I have a young son, three years old, and for me, you know, it's just, it's, it's very, very symbolic in that it uh, it's, it's, it's more important than, you know, a company that throws a party every month. This is something that is certainly, you know, demonstrating that the company cares very much about my health and well-being. So that is one way in which we allow, uh, empower companies to, you know, attract and retain the best people.
1: And by the way, I've just got to give you kudos. So you're, you're so new to the company and, and yet dialogue have thrown you into the the fray here with me today on the Working Tech Show, <laughs> answering all these in-depth questions. So uh, respect to you, sir. <laughs> Thank so, you. It's,
2: it's, uh, I prefer to drink from the, from the fire hose, which I've been doing for the last uh, five weeks here. But, um, you know, for me, this is a very relatable uh, solution. This is, you know, I've been. I may be new to dialogue, but I'm not new to, to, uh, uh, you know, uh, as a worker, so to speak. So I've been, uh, I've had a, a very great career with a number of great companies. I'm very familiar with some of the problems that we're solving. So I was VP sales and head of sales and marketing for, you know, two other growing, well-funded tech companies. And, you know, for me, I was always looking for ways to differentiate. Um, you know, we were always looking at ways that we can save money on, you know, drug claims. We're always looking for ways that we can you know, help make employees, you know, more proactive about their health care. So with our solution, you're able to, you know, really, as I said, empower people to be proactive about their health care. So no need to go on WebMD anymore to look up, you know, what that rash means on your arm, because inevitably it's fatal, like we've all been there at some point or another. So um, for us, it's like, you know, if, when in doubt, you know, have a chat with one of our nurses, chat with one of our doctors and, and really, you know, take a proactive approach to that health.
1: So, what what does that proactive approach? what What does that uh, reduction in employee absenteeism mean for overall performance?
2: We're now working with about sixty enterprise clients um, across Canada, and you know the feedback has been has been resounding. right now we have an NPS score of of over sixty um, which is off the charts, particularly for the health and wellness and software category. Um, for those not familiar with NPS, this is just a measure of how willing people are to, uh, to recommend you to others um, on a scale of 1 to 10. So generally, like a very high NPS would be in the 30s, and it ranges all the way down to a very low NPS, which would be you know, below zero. So for us, we feel as though the, the positive feedback from our users speaks for itself in that people are really appreciating this corporate benefit that their employees have provided to them.
1: Now we're going to talk a bit about the ROI. Uh, Tell me about the cost savings from preventing and diminishing the treatment period of short and long term health issues and reducing hours and costs related to the absence of an employee. Are there any numbers there that you can share that you haven't so far spoken about?
2: Our solution delivers value in in three primary ways. Um, So we've talked about the first way, which is uh, in terms of hiring and retaining uh, top people. The second way being in combating absenteeism. And the third way being, um, which we haven't talked about yet, which is very, very interesting is reducing the cost of, uh, prescription drugs. So I'll break those down and I'll spend a couple of minutes, uh, just, just kind of reviewing the three and some of the, the, uh, numbers around, um, the way in which we can impact those three, uh, those three facets. So if you look at talent attraction and retention, you know, on average, we found that recruiting and training a new employee can cost, you know, let's say several thousand or $10,000. So it's not hard to imagine that you know, with even a fraction, one one-hundredth of one employee retained, you're more than covering the cost of, of dialogue. And that's without considering anything else. So on the productivity side and the absenteeism side, you know, on average, Canadians lose, you know, Canadian employers lose about nine days per year in absenteeism. And that's not to, to mention the 17 days per year in presenteeism, which is a problem where people really shouldn't be at work, but they are anyway, so they're not productive. Um, so let's take a case of, you know, a company where your employees are making $40 an hour. So if you can save half a day per year per employee, um, Dialog will more than cover the cost of itself. And that's not to mention, you know, if you have a highly skilled, highly paid workforce. So in the example of, you know, a lawyer that bills $300 an hour, if you can save a fraction of one hour over the course of the entire year, the solution is paid for itself and some. Uh, lastly, which is really, really interesting, uh, particularly for the uh, the finance personas and the, the health plan administrators uh, out there. So, what many people may or may not be aware of is that drug coverage represents about 40 to 45% of total group benefits premiums, um, which works out to, let's say, about $1,000 per employee per year. So, through our service, employees are able to get their prescriptions fulfilled and delivered free of charge within 24 hours. And what many people may not know is that uh, online pharmacies who are fulfilling these prescriptions typically charge about 25% less than the traditional brick-and-mortar pharmacies, so the Rexall, the Champa Drug Mart, the Pharma Free, and they charge even less compared to the uh, pharmacies that you tend to see in the lobbies of those medical clinics. So if you were to take a company of, of uh, let's say, 100 employees who are using Dialog uh, and fulfilling and renewing the prescriptions through our service, um, through an online pharmacy, at the end of the year, the company will have spent significantly less on prescription drugs Than a company whose employees are fulfilling through a traditional brick and mortar pharmacy. So, we're not professing to have invented the online pharmacy. What we've done is we've made it very natural for uh, employees to uh, take advantage of this less expensive service, um, which thus results in a major cost savings for the company. So, in many cases, our goal is, and we're able to deliver like cost neutrality to, to our customers. So, of course, there is a cost to our service. However, through prescription drug savings, through reductions in absenteeism, and then through the, um, you know, support on talent, attraction, and retention, we feel that the solution more than pays for itself.
1: Who who are your key partners and how, how do or how will, because you guys are still a very young company, uh, how will they help you help your customers?
2: Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned briefly earlier, one of our, we are funded through, uh, uh, of our investors is Diagram Ventures. We're funded in part by Portage, which is the venture arm of Power Corp, um, and they're also through Great West Life, which is a large, you know, insurance company here in Canada. Um, so we've had a, a very good relationship with with Great West um, from day one. Um, so, you know, we've we've seen a lot of interest from the insurance companies. So if you look at uh, insurance companies like SSQ here in Quebec, Great West Life. Um, they're very interested in a solution like ours because it's new it's exciting and it really allows them to you know differentiate their offering so you know if you look at the market you know insurance can be seen as quite a commodity uh, so if there are insurance carriers or insurance brokers or benefits consultants which are sort of the three primary categories of partners that we've seen so far they're all looking for ways in which they can differentiate and stand out so what we found is that you know even in the the, the limited time that we've been on the market here, we've seen a, a, a very large amount of interest from from the insurance brokers, from the benefits consultants, and from the, uh, the insurance companies themselves.
1: Now, now tell me a bit about uh, any upcoming solution updates to Dialog. Uh, how, how are you keeping your tech working hard?
2: Yeah, so there's a, there's a few facets to that. For us, I mean, we're uh, we can look at the the actual tech itself um, as being one component. We can also look at like the medical operations side is being another component of our service. So for us, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, we're, we're really striving to be, you know, pan Canadian uh, and to have, you know, round-the-clock coverage as, as, as quickly as we can. So for us, as, as even as it stands today, our hours of operation extend beyond that of a regular clinic. So we're already delivering um, value to Canadians in, in that respect. So that's one way and uh, one of the things that we're currently working on. Um, regarding the tech itself, this being a, a tech-focused uh, podcast, you know, for us, like deploying AI is uh, is certainly something that that we're um, working on, and this is a way for us to you know continue to scale our medical team, so removing some of that formulaic mundane work uh, for our health practitioners, um, and finding ways that we can leverage AI in order to address that. So this is not to compromise on the service in any way, shape, or form, but you know there is. As I'm sure you're aware of, when you go to a clinic, there's paperwork associated with um, with delivery of healthcare. So us, we're 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 trying to find ways that we can leverage AI. Um, and our you know our CTO Alexey uh, Smirnov is very involved in the AI community here in Montreal, and was recently on the you know AI panel at C2, a big conference here a couple of weeks ago. So we're in a pretty uh, pretty good position to to do some some pretty interesting things there. So stay tuned for more. For us, it's about you know rolling out new mostly automated services. So the primary care will remain human. Um, But some of it, you know, some other aspects of our service could be automated. So if it's, you know, resources around smoking cessation or diet, um, this is something that we could leverage AI for. Uh, Beyond that, we're going to continue to look at ways that we can provide value to our customers in terms of, like, reporting and analytics. Um, That said, you know, as I mentioned at the outset, we need to be particularly sensitive to the fact that, you know, your employer will never know uh, what... You're consulting with a healthcare pr- pr- practitioner about. Um, that said, in order for an HR professional, a CFO, a VP finance, or operations head to justify the expense uh, or the cost of dialogue, you know, they're often going to want to see some reporting and analytics, or so try to find, you know, unique and interesting ways to um, provide that data to companies without, you know, compromising on on privacy, because that is one of our number one, one of our top priorities. Um, so even if it means, for example, Providing tools in which they can, you know, compare themselves to other companies of similar size as far as adoption and that sort of thing. Um, We find that reporting analytics will be will be extremely important for us uh, in the the coming months. And then just general like UI UX changes um, to deliver like the best user experience. We're we're investing heavily in design if we're going to be part of like category creation in Canada. Be one of the first you know telemedicine offerings to to go to market. We want to be sure that our users have the best possible experience. So we're doing everything we can on the UI UX side to ensure that.
1: Now, you mentioned a moment ago, uh, how Dialog and its team get involved with various events and conferences. Uh, One event that Dialog is sponsoring in in about a week as we record this particular show is the Innovate Work Toronto, which is uh, Organised by Rob Catalano and Work Tango, and uh, some magazine called the HR Gazette. Uh, tell me briefly why, why Dialogue decided to be associated with Innovate Work Toronto.
2: So uh, uh, one of our um, our employees is based in Toronto, and he brought the event to my attention. He's, I think, he'd had a relationship with uh, with Rob, and uh, you know, I was. It sounded really interesting to me, so I had a call with Rob. And for me, what what, what was really interesting is this. The, the, the passion that, that Rob had uh, with regard to this event. Uh, and he just seemed like the kind of person that I wanted to to align with. And, uh, you know, it's uh, we're really excited to participate on June 20th in Toronto. You know, it just it just seemed like a great way to get in front of HR professionals uh, in, in one of our markets and a great way to support, you know, a really good initiative. And, and we're doing something, you know, obviously on a smaller scale, but we're doing something similar in, in Montreal here at our office, actually on the same day. So we're doing the first of our... Uh, inaugural event series called HR Dialogues. Um, we'll be bringing together uh, three speakers, three HR professionals from Montreal to talk about some of the challenges associated with, um, you know, uh, fast growth uh, and some of the HR challenges associated with being part of a fast growing company.
1: Wonderful. Well, feel free to uh, include the Twitter handles Working Tech CEO and the HR Gazette, and we'll be sure to, uh, to retweet all the content that you guys are learning about on the day. Uh, we, we are coming up towards the end of this particular interview, Zach. Before we wrap things up, just a couple more questions for you. Uh, sure. but firstly, a bit of a silly one. Um, so, <laughs> we always like to ask this towards the end. Uh, obviously, you and your team have been working really hard, um, but what exactly are you doing when you're hardly working?
2: Mostly working hard, but uh, what are we doing when we're hardly working? I mean, yesterday we had... Uh... Uh, yesterday was, it was the weekend here, and we had a, a park party for a colleague. Um, she's our, our chief happiness officer. Uh, she ensures that our kitchen is stocked with fresh fruit and that our plants are watered and that we're well-fed and well taken care of. So we threw a surprise thank you party for her in the park uh, where we were playing bocce and uh, eating lots of chocolate. And uh, that I think some people were enjoying some recreational beverages. But, yeah, for the most part... Um, know, just uh, trying to get out and enjoy what the city has to offer, particularly with the while the weather is nice. But, you know, we've got a really good group of, of people here at the Dialogue, and, you know, um, one thing that's really stood out for me and, and that I I've, I've found to be really inspiring is just how closely the team works together um, and how committed everyone is to just delivering, you know, the best-in-class service to Canadians. So uh, we're very much aligned on that, and that means that, you know, we have the ability and, and the desire to, to even spend time with each other outside of work, which is great.
1: That's always a sign of a good work culture, I think, if, uh, if people choose to hang out with each other outside of uh, the office. So just, uh, just finally, how, how can our listeners learn more about Dialogue?
2: Absolutely. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be participating in a few events. Um, so the Innovate Work uh, event on June 20th in Toronto will be part of the HR Tech Summit on June 27th in Toronto. We'll be hosting the HR Dialogues here at the Dialogue office on June 20th in Montreal. Um, otherwise, you can go to our website, which is dialogue, d i a l o g u e. co, or find us uh, on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, uh, go dialogue, or on Instagram, go dialogue as well.
1: Okay, well that just leaves me to say, Zach Brown, thank you very much for being our guest today. Thank you very much. And listeners, I've been the host, Bill Bannum. This has been the Working Tech podcast.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more working tech soon. Until then, be good and work better. (laughs) Brought to you by Reach West Media and the HR Gazette.